0: You're at the Over or Under Show. I'm your host, Ed Henderson. And man, it's a crazy world we live in. It has no shortages of rabbit holes. I'm not scared of rabbit holes. If you're not scared of rabbit holes, this show is for you. Let's see if we can jump in one and make our way back to the top. Hey, it's a Rambling Fridays. Friday Ramblings. Rambling Fridays. Rambling 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 Fridays. It's uh, May, May 20th, uh, 2022. As I always do, I thank you for taking your time for you to take 25 or 30 minutes out for this podcast. I'm very grateful for your time. I know you're very busy. If this is your first time, a very special welcome to you and on Rambling Fridays. You know, I just uh, I take some of the some things that have been shared with me through uh, personal conversations, maybe I saw something on the news and it it hit me a certain way, it might even be a personal experience of mine. So, not really sure quite where we're gonna go with all this. I've got a few things. One that comes to mind was I just got my mind absolutely blown yesterday because of my occupation that I had for 35 years as a firefighter in a very busy city. I've I've seen quite a bit. I've seen crazy. And so when I tell you my mind was blown, that's no understatement. That's uh that's that's something that's impressive. So I'm watching the news last night, and uh, Dan Bishop from the state of North Carolina is questioning, I can't remember her name, she looked like she was of of Asian, Asian ethnicity. He asked her, he said, will you tell me, can a man be a woman? And uh, she said, very positively, yes, absolutely. And then he told her, so are you telling me that a man can get pregnant? She said, yes. Then he asked her, can a man have an abortion? And again, she said yes. You know, I thought it was against the law. I thought you would be arrested for lying to a member of Congress or, or Congress that looked like a very formal hearing. I don't know the context of that meeting. I will go back and look. Might even do an entire podcast on that. But with that being said, I told you I'm looking into postmodernism. And in postmodernism, really all the rules go out the window, anything that you can uh, experience, feel, uh, pick up by your senses. You can tell by the image of it. If it looks like a tree, it has a certain image. You know. If you see a dog, it has a certain uh, image and certain characteristics. That if you and I were having a conversation and I mentioned something about a tree and a dog, you would you would know what I was referring to. Not so much in postmodernism. Like I said, I'm still early into that study. But uh, evidently, these objects, whether they are alive or not, or innate, or ooh, I uh. I don't get it. They seem to have a lot of participation in the perception. And so I guess because you didn't consult with the tree as to what it saw itself as being or or what that tree identified as somehow or another, you have a false perception. Yes, it's uh like I said, it's very difficult to to really understand. It's hard to believe that anybody would buy into a philosophy like that, even the people who are strong proponents of it. I would say they wouldn't appreciate that if they were going for a mortgage loan. They told them that it was going to be at 2% and they closed out, only to find out that it was at 22%. They would be upset that when they sat down that they didn't have a traditional understanding of that perception of and mathematics of what 2 is. So if you were giving them directions, I think they would be very upset if uh, you were trying to give them, I don't know, directions to... West Palm Beach, Florida, and you were trying to give them directions how to get to 95 and then proceed south. If you did not have an agreement as to what the perceptions of left and right are, if you take into the continuum of mankind how long we've been here, most of the stuff that they come up with really just come came out 15 minutes ago. I can't help but think if uh, they went to go have a surgery, it would matter to them if that doctor would be able to distinguish between uh, a liver and their appendix, their left leg from their right leg. People make honest mistakes sometimes. How would you like to go into a situation like that where you can't even have an agreement as to what left and right are? So in that context, I would say postmodernism is really taking over in our society. But before I say anything else on that, Ken, I thought to myself that, you know, when I was a firefighter, most of my calls were medical calls. I was a first responder, and part of that job was trying to assess what what, the, what the mental status of that patient was. So when I got out of the truck and as uh, soon as I started making eye contact or I had a visual on that patient, I was forming what they call a general impression. Do they look like they're holding themselves up okay? Do they seem like they have their balance together? Uh, Do they seem agitated? Are they acting normal? Are they looking subdued? Do they look like they are sedated? I'm looking at their skin color. I'm looking at their eyes. I'm, I'm watching their chest, seeing how they breathe. Are they sweating profusely? I'm making a lot of observations as I'm just walking up to them. So when I start talking to them, I want to know. Okay, does this conversation make sense? If I say, "Hey, good morning. I'm Ed Henderson. I'm with the blankety blank fire department, and I'm here to help you. How how are you doing? Well, uh, I don't know. The blue goose and, and the yellow cow. They are they're driving my car right now, and I've called them several times, and they won't respond back to me. and I- I'm starting to think. Okay, they are. They've got an altered mental status. Maybe I start asking them things like, "Hey, do you know what day it is?" Which they may not know that. If I ask them what month it is and they can't tell me what month it is, then I'm really starting to get suspect. When I ask them what year it is, if they're off a year or two, I'm suspect. If they're off by a decade, I'm really thinking. You know, I've got I've got a a problem here. And as we're talking. Um, I'm trying to see if they make sense. are they are they alert to the people around them, the situation I might if they were in a car accident, I might ask, do you know what happened? Yes, I was in a car accident. Do you remember everything prior to that during and afterwards? You know, I remember uh, making a left hand turn in this hit, but I, I, I really I can't recall getting out of the, the car and uh, no, I think I did lose a little bit of what, what actually happened. So, you know, I'm thinking possibly concussion, and there's a reason I'm, I'm sharing all this with you. If I were to still be working in that capacity where I have to assess people, maybe one of the first questions I would have to ask them is what their political affiliation, because that conversation is going to take uh, a very different turn, right? I mean, it very well could that they're really progressive left and more than most likely they're going to be lined up in the Democratic Party. Me being a conservative this day and time, I would have to be very understanding that they may have a totally different definition of what a man and a woman is. If they were to tell me they were in need of an abortion, you know, and I'm sitting there checking, checking the dude out, he's an, he's an obvious guy, and there are obvious ways you can figure that out if you don't already know. Um, and he's telling me that he's in need of an abortion. I'm, do I have an altered mental status? Or do I have someone who is truly alert and oriented and just re- relates to his reality in a different manner? I actually had a call one time, and this was back 15, it was it was a little bit longer than 15 minutes ago. But uh, the first time I ran into that situation with the whole pronoun things, I was talking to what was obviously a female at, at some point in time i guess it was the partner that came up to me and they they told me that uh, well she ref- she prefers to be called a he that's she relates as a male everybody got the same care i always tried to do my very best for all my all my patients did not get into anything political but this was a little while back and before i even really knew there was a big change to try to Alter the English language, and they were adding uh, pronouns. Hey, and I appreciate comments. If y'all know of any adverbs we need to add to that, or, I don't know, predicates. I don't know, all the different things you could possibly alter in the English language. To be quite honest with you, I'm kind of happy. My years, I'm in the fourth quarter, so I I shouldn't have to deal with this so much. But God help the rest of y'all. Y'all need uh, bulletins to come out every uh, at least every week to let you know what everybody wants to be referred to. I mean, 365 million plus in this country, can you imagine how many personal pronouns you might have to keep up with? Because it's, it's not going to be right for just one group of people to tell us what the new pronouns are. There's other people that might want to uh, be used by pronouns. And for the people who identify as animals or whatever they identify, I can't even imagine what those pronouns are going to sound like. Woof, 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 or, uh, I, I don't know. It's It's a crazy world we live in. But back to what I was talking about. You would, part of that whole trying to figure out, I think we call it alert and oriented uh, times four. That means that the uh, person is uh, oriented to person, himself, and others around him, place, time, and event. They may have to use a fifth category and start asking what your political affiliation is. I mean, I would probably suck at it, but... I would realize that anything that is attached to reality probably is going to be circumspect in how we speak to one another and how we relate to one another. So yeah, I would have to, I might even have to get a translator. You know, we had, when we had the big Spanish immigration come into our city, you know, I had to, to learn some new words and I had to at least basically be able to find out what part of the body or Be able to give them commands such as, you know, walk this way or ask questions. Would you like to go to the hospital? I I did pretty good with that, and I I still try to learn Spanish. I like Spanish. I like going to uh, South America. I like going to Mexico. Love the people. So I I have a natural inclination to learn that language. I like the language. But I must tell you, I find uh, the language of the Democrats and the left to, to be a bit challenging. It doesn't come naturally normal to have to look at something that has an obvious identity and to refer to it and you know that's not even a, a basic rule because you would have to find out what they identify an object day so it's not even like they have a not like Spanish you know if uh, I say beer they say cerveza you know I think they uh, you know they have a slang word chela uh, chava for for beer but they don't have like a, a, a whole bunch of words for for beer so yeah, it, it's kind of hard to learn how to speak the language of uh, Democrats and progressives, and I don't know, it's, it's just weird. So back to that story I was telling you about Dan Bishop and that uh, that young lady saying that men could be women and men could have babies and men can have abortions. You know, if I had of uh, I don't know, 15 years ago been questioning that woman, I would probably have uh, put her in the back of an ambulance and took her on because there would be such a disconnect with reality i would not be able to justify leaving i how would i let her make her own medical decisions which i was very pro patient and pro pro rights uh, i would if you didn't want to go to the hospital i was the last one in the world to make you go you would have to demonstrate that you are not in- control of your mental faculties for me to override your rights as an American citizen and put you in the back of the ambulance. So yeah, I mean, hats off to the uh, first responders that have to operate in the year 2022 and beyond because we're on some type of warp speed in the change of this country. And me personally, it doesn't look good to me. What it looks like to me is nothing but absolute confusion. And hey, I'm almost 60 years old, and if it's that confusing to me, what does it look like to a three-year-old or a five-year-old? What are all these teachers with these, they got like bull rings in their noses and half their head is shaved, and what hair they got is usually a color of red, blue, and yellow. There's different color combinations, which would make you, lead you to think that it is something genetic, because... All the people that I grew up with and hung out with, uh, I never saw anything like that. So they, they may come from a different place, and it uh, has something to do with genes to uh, cause your hair to be blue, yellow, and that bull ring to grow in the middle of your nose. But uh, why would they want to inundate our kids with uh, all this, you know, in preschool, in kindergarten? I'm looking at a uh, article, Educators' Writers Association. Uh, americans 15 year old behind in at least 20 other countries which is ironic because the educational system in the united states is ranked number one that must be based on our medical uh, colleges and our universities it cannot be based on our schools because my understanding is per capita we spend more money per student than most of your elite uh, private schools yet we do not get those results U.S. 15-year-olds earned average reading scores of 505, math scores of 478, and science scores of 502 on a scale that goes from 0 to 1,000. The U.S. ranked 8th in reading and 11th in science above the OECD, but the U.S. was 30th in the world in math below the OECD country's average the test was administered in 2018. China... Based on scores for students in four providences topped the rankings in all three subjects with scores of 555 in reading, 591 in math, 590 in science. Education research Tom Loveless used a Twitter thread to point to concerns about China's PISA performance, including the practice of using high-stake entrance exams to determine which students advance onto the academic high school track and are ultimately among the testing pool. For some fascinating insights into China's public education system, listen to uh, EWA radio conversations with uh, author Lenora Chu, who enrolled her Chinese-American son in a local elementary school when she relocated to Shanghai. Among the key findings for the U.S., the gap between America's top achievers and struggling students continues to widen, said Peggy Carr of National Center of Education Statistics, which coordinates U.S. participation on PISA, P-I-S-A. She characterizes the results as a troubling red flag. The U.S. was slotted, get this now, the U.S. was slotted between Slovak Republic and Lithuania in the overall results. Two spots behind Russia, but the PISA assessment notes that there are few statistical difference between the scores of the U.S. and those uh, countries. Students in Ireland, Poland, and Vietnam outperform us. You correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I think we should have our attention directed somewhere else other than trying to teach kids how to have sex or the fifty seven new genders that are out there, which I can't even tell you what they all are. I understand Facebook keeps a accurate list of all that if you're interested. But why would we be confusing our children, especially from first to third grade? Now I think DeSantis is being cool keeping it from first to third grade. I'd you know, I would keep that until middle high school. If that has to be taught at all in in our school system, like I said, I think they got their hands full with uh, history, math, school, science. Otherwise, we're going to be incredibly woke, but we're going to be getting our incredibly woke butts kicked by China and the rest of the world if we don't wake up and start directing our attention where it needs to be directed. Okay, here's something as interesting, bizarre, and crazy sounding as the woman testifying in front of Congress concerning men being able to have an abortion, right up there with it. This comes from the Liberty Council. This is the source. And it says Biden prepares to hand America's sovereignty to the WHO, the World Health Organization. Now, Trump opted out of this. Biden quickly put us back in. And I think when I share this information with you, if it's true, this is just one source. I just heard about this It was sent to me by a friend. I have already contacted Dan Bishop. Tried to call him. No one uh, picked up. I got a recording. Sent him an email. We'll see if he responds and what he has to say. But the the WHO is having their 75th uh, World Assembly. It's going to be between May 22nd and 28th. 194 nations are meeting to vote on Biden's amendments that will give the WHO and the Director General unrestricted powers to define and implement their interventions and declare health emergencies at will under Article 12.2. I'm sure there's a lot more to those amendments, but that is incredibly disturbing right there. To the best of my knowledge, there's been no consultation with Congress. I've heard nothing from my representatives. I haven't heard anything on any of the news networks. To me, this is very big news. The article that I was reading also stated that uh, the U.S. donated $115 million to the WHO. And, of course, uh, Trump pulled out of it. Bill Gates steps in with $250 million. He's always been a big supporter of the WHO. He is the second largest contributor to that organization. The U.S., prior to Donald Trump getting out of it, and, and again, we're back into it under Biden. China, for instance, was only playing half of that. Uh, they were followed by Japan, Germany, UK, France, and Italy. But back to this incredible abdication of our sovereignty, and that's exactly what this is. I think the title of uh, the article was appropriate this is something else you should be very concerned about what they consider a public health emergency is so loosely defined it could include gun violence climate change digital passports or any issue that could become a public health emergency so yeah i mean we <laughs> this is this has nothing to do with the united states it has nothing to do with our checks and balance it has nothing to do with the three separate powers it has nothing to do with our representation that we have in the House of Congress, to think that we're going to abdicate all that power to foreign... Do you think another foreign entity or another country or a group of countries get together and possibly use that power against the United States? Like I said, I... It's so absurd. It's, like I said, it's right there with men being able to have abortions. I had to get I had to get in the email. I had to make the phone call to Dan Bishop immediately to see what kind of uh, response I would get. And I hope he doesn't read it and think that I'm crazy. It's hard for me to even believe that even Joe Biden, Kamala Harris or even Nancy Pelosi would give that kind of power over to a foreign entity or some some entity outside of the United States. I would say this is another one you can uh, chalk up to Donald Trump. I think he had it absolutely correct to pull out of the uh, World Health Organization. So that's uh, some of the crazy that I have heard this week, and I have shared with you how it has uh, struck me I am scheduled for an eye appointment today, and I need to uh, get some glasses. It's getting a little more difficult to read. I got a uh, email telling me to make sure I brought a mask, which kind of surprised me. I thought that was in the past. I thought that was ancient history. But evidently, I mean, you go about your life, and you pull into these little offices and stuff, and you kind of feel like those... Uh, japanese soldiers that were found in those islands in the pacifics you know six seven years after the war and they got their guns and their bayonets are fixed and they're ready to fight and everybody's trying to tell them dude that's a done deal we're past all that and uh some of them didn't believe it Uh, that's the way i feel sometimes when i see all these people that are all bundled up i don't know if they will ever be right again i think they are so traumatized by all this i'm not even sure it was ever. Uh, necessary to begin with. And I still can't quite get over the fact if you've got a mask on and you're you're protected, why in the world are you getting all butthurt about other people who are going on without it? I mean, I still can't quite figure out why everybody is uh, so butthurt if you're not wearing a mask. I mean, uh, they're not required anymore. If you got your mask on, you're protected. I mean, I appreciate the concern for me, but it, it comes off more like animosity. They are so So twist it because they don't have either the gumption or the courage to take the mask off or they can't appreciate the uh, independent freedom to choose to do it or not. I don't go out and uh, hassle people that got their mask on. Uh, If you want to walk around in a Tyvek suit, I'm all good with it. You do what you feel like you need to do for you and yours, but you need to have that same respect for other people who are... Practicing their freedom, so I mean, we've had germaphobes for ever, ever since I can remember, and I've never gave them a hard t- time to the extent they wash their hands or how they uh, are so careful around people. There's there's always been mask wearers during uh, the flu epidemics that would come. What is strange about this, though? is that it has uh, caused some kind of division. You've got the masked people, and then you've got the unmasked people. And again, it seems to break on party lines. Uh, The whole thing seems to be on uh, democratic uh, left progressives that are really hold on tight to the mask. You've got some poor conservatives and people on the right in order to keep their jobs. They have to succumb to playing the silly reindeer game. But but yeah, like I said, uh, as long as you're protected, why would you be so worried about what other people are doing. I'm I'm not even really all that tore up about you uh, appropriating other people's genders and claiming to be things that you're obviously not. I mean, if you want to dress up like a reindeer and say you're a reindeer, uh, I'm not going to uh, say anything about it. If your employer's are good, good with that, if the school that you go to is okay and your family seems to be able to, to deal with it okay, you know, the p- more power to you, but why do you expect me to use reindeer pronouns, refer to you in certain ways? And, and am I going to do that for everybody? And I do. I want to treat everybody fairly. Maybe the answer is, just tell me what your name is, and I'll call you by your name. Maybe that's the way that we uh, get through this, and we're not so divided. But it is frustrating to somebody who deals with this world and the realities of this world, and uh, it, it does make it very difficult when you can't have meanings to words, phrases, and objects. So I, as you can tell, I'm not into this postmodernism thing, and it's, it does have a history. It spans over three and 400 years, but man, it has hit a warp speed here in the last 15 minutes. And, and for those of you that are just joining me, that's what I refer to these people and all these things that... Uh, Happened 15 minutes ago, I think, what was that guy's name? Something Walsh, Matt Walsh. I think that was the first time I ever heard somebody use that term. It happened 15 minutes ago, and I immediately knew exactly the context he used it and thought it was so appropriate that on the whole continuum of man, we've had certain understandings about sexes, genders, just life in general that everybody just took for granted. And these people of the last 15 minutes come in with a whole new rule book. They deconstruct anything that we have ever known about history or mankind as if uh, it's a bad thing that we took on the previous knowledges of the generations uh, that preceded before us and took advantage of that to the point where we went from a chariot, a wheel, horse-drawn automobiles, to rockets, to landing on the moon were able to build on previous concepts, precepts, mathematics that had real-world implications that were tested and found to be true. I mean, they're trying to destruct and destroy all that. For what reason? I have no idea, but it is perverse and it is sick. I think you're seeing the death nails of either you're going to see us go back and try to make America great, you know, that was tagged as being racist under Donald Trump, But with the shortages in our grocery stores, with the confusion, with the rioting in our streets, with the defunding of our police officer in a world that makes absolutely no sense, there's really only two routes for us to go. One is that we just go absolute anarchy where everybody does what they want to, they say what they want to, they believe whatever in the world they want to, and it will get so chaotic that we will put ourselves under a dictatorship just to have some semblance of civility and not having to worry about walking out of your house, being killed, being raped, being robbed, and uh, just just liking to see that we have some type of authority as opposed to the God-given liberties and rights that we inherited from our forefathers in this incredible experiment that we have come to know as the United States of America. It could go that way, folks. It really could. The other option is that we turn back. We turn back to those principles that have made us who we were. We have come a long way, overcome some incredible obstacles to be in this place and time and history. Now, I have to be honest with you, if I was an outside force trying to take the United States over, I don't think I would step one foot in this country. I would let us continue as we are, uh, the division, the attacks, the absurdity, the things that we're trying to put in our children, the craziness. They wouldn't even know how to step up to defend this country. They would be so confused about gender issues, woke issues, how they're supposed to address the enemy. Are they the real enemy? I see him, I see that he's cutting my friend's head off, but I might not be understanding that reality. I don't know where he comes from, what his oppression was. He might be perfectly correct in what he's doing here right now. That might be the kind of crazy that you're going to have to wake up with and deal with every day. So there you go. I think, uh, I think I'm think i going to cut it right there. Man, I really appreciate this time that you spent with me. i got to catch my breath because I told you I've got to uh, go and get some uh, eyewear so I can read, so I can do some more studying, so I can bring you some more information. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to communicate with the people who are going to be doing my eye exam, and they will uh, take hold of all the lessons that The eye exam people learn over the hundreds of years that they have gotten to this point, and I I will not have no postmodernist doctor who is confused as to what good vision is and what blindness is, and uh, maybe I need to tell him that I am a conservative. Maybe that'll that'll help us communicate with each other, or maybe I should ask him what his party affiliation is, just to make sure we're on the same page. You can't take that for granted, folks. With that, love you whether you're on the right or the left, uh, if you're on the left, I would ask that you walk into the light, brother. It's there. Come to me. Listen to my voice. Walk towards me. I did. I, 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 did, I did. I appreciated this time with you. I hope you have a great weekend. Hope you stay safe. Contact your congressman and ask them about that whole uh, World Health Organization meeting that uh, that getting, is getting ready to go down and ask them, are we really getting ready to abdicate our sovereignty as a nation to a foreign entity? That would be a good question. And if you find out something different, maybe that's totally wrong. That's just one resource that I got that from. I haven't heard that on any other news uh, resource. I haven't heard on Newsmax. I haven't heard it on Fox. I just haven't heard it in general, I would think. Even the left would be, like, real happy about that. But I can tell you right now, I'm not happy about it. I think at least half this nation would not be happy about that. So you might want to check in with your uh, representatives and your senator every now and again. Send them an email. And... Maybe they'll get back to you or they'll have a representative, but make them aware of that. So, and if they're not aware of it, that would be scary, right? Anyhow, you have a good day. Pray for blessings upon your house. You take care of you and yours. I'm out like a scout, and I will see you soon. Bye.